sometimes helps, but not often. The great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and suddenly silenced. The great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and suddenly silenced. The great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and suddenly silenced. All right, guys, welcome to episode 86 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action Action figure figure franchises of the 80s at all time. (laughs) And those are Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, Let's see. Um, It's been a while. Yeah. So I got to remember, but I think it's Star Wars, Transformers, what's it called, what's it called, Masters of the Universe, and G.I. Joe. <laughs> Good job. All right, but this cast is actually dedicated to Starfest 2013. Call it Denver, Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> That's right. The official start of our con season, at least for the last, uh, wow, five, six years now. Um, Yeah, this uh, this was our sixth year going because the first one we went to was the first year I was at Oppenheimer and this would have been my sixth year at Oppenheimer. Uh I did not know that. Well, we learn something new every day. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's our it's a local show. It's one. uh, Well. It used to be our largest local show, and now Denver Comic Con's just gotten delusions of grandeur. But uh, Comic Con all busted in on their shit. <laughs> but uh, to me, it's still our best local show for sure. It's a lot of fun. Oh, God. A lot of cosplay. Oh, so so, so wonderful. Um, a lot of Colorado cosplay. <laughs> so. Uh, this will be if you're looking for the latest toy news. Unfortunately, you know, or a store report, you're gonna a toy have to review. Find another cast for that shit. <laughs> At least for right now, uh, this is going to be dedicated to our adventures at Starfest 2013. We are a husband and wife team, and I guess now we're now we're a family team. We are. I guess the whole family doesn't talk about toys. We talk about toys, and she screams, and a lot, and not no. Ineligible. She doesn't scream. She yells. She talks very loudly. <laughs> She's discovering all the different noises that she can make, and at the highest level, she can make those noises. Yeah, she hasn't learned screeching yet, though. Oh, thank God. Um, If you want to kick it with us, there is a ton of ways to do that. First, you can leave comments on our blog at OpenYourToys.com. You can subscribe to our RSS feed. You can subscribe through iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher Smart Radio. The smart way to listen to radio. I was going to say there's a tagline, but I don't know. (laughs) Um, You can email me at slick at openyourtoys.com. Drop me a line at Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. I like to post all my happenings at work, at least, at Slick McFavorite. I even, I didn't even, I tried to start tweeting things from the show, and 
because I never post things outside of work, I couldn't like my Twitter account wasn't set up anymore. Like I, I don't know. If I can't I, log on to my Twitter from my phone. Really, from the app or on I the website? I had to uninstall the app because every time um, Peep, mm-hmm. the the HTC app for uh-huh. Twitter, kept wanting to take all my. It's it would stupid. it would give you status yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I don't want peeps. So no, you can't have my information. And it's like, all right, bitch, you can't get into Twitter. <laughs> so I finally got it set back up on my phone. But again, I haven't used it on my phone at least since the con. I, I need to get into shape. We got Denver Comic Con. We got to be reporting well, on. We're we got about to San get Diego Comic Con. So we're gonna have that. Oh yeah, shit. I guess that's true. That shit's gonna be oh. Oh, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> Fucking awesome film for Comic-Con. But if you want to know more of what we're doing, Mrs. McFavorite is usually a little bit better, so you can follow her at Mrs. McFavorite. Not lately, but I will get better once I get a new phone and I'll have when you're, apps that work. When we're sitting in line at, at Comic-Con, I Facebook that's a lot when, more. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Well, you're it's like because my to Facebook nowadays. Well, it's because my tweet deck fucking decided that it just wanted to not work anymore and i mean it worked but it was shitty yeah so i stopped using TweetDeck and i just went to facebook and now we just need new phones my (laughs) fucking phone is running like i've got windows 3.1 on that shit (laughs) so annoying speaking of facebook you can friend me (laughs) at facebook.com slash open your toys you can like the cast at facebook.com slash open your toys Mrs. McFavorite has a personal account as well. It's Jessica Spiller, and that's Jessica with one S, and that's following Facebook.com and a slash. Just let me know that you're a fan of the show. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, who are you? Yeah. Where did you come from? Shut up. You let anyone be your friend. Shit, no. You're like, someone wants to be my friend. Shit, no, I'm all stalker. <laughs> um, but the way we love to hear from you is our voicemail. That's 720-235-TOYS. 720-235-8697. So, Mrs. McFavorite, uh, this is kind of a recap show, so we are recording this from our home. So, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking none other than Blue Moon, but aha! (laughs) The Summer Sampler Blue Moon. The Summer Sampler Blue Moon. And it is the Agave Nectar Ale, and it is so good. I love... That was a weird sound. Actually, it's still a really weird sound. Can you hear that little hum? Well, it sounds really hollow in one ear. Yeah, I think I... Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Um, so, Blue Moon Agave Nectar Ale. Kick ass. It is so good. So, the little bit of a description that it's got on it. This blonde wheat ale is crafted with agave nectar for a subtle sweetness and a balanced taste. And it is. It's crisp. And it it's crisp and clean. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, this one you can get outside of the sampler. They have yeah. six packs of this one. Um He got when he he had gotten it for me a few weeks back as a six pack. Oh, and I it, saw it's, it. It's been out for a while. Well, the first time that you had gotten it for me was a couple weeks ago. No. It's been two and a half months. 
No, it was when JJ was over here. That was a few weeks ago. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. When I saw it, um, the agave nectar, I was like, ooh, this is going to be really sweet. And it's not. I'm, Well, it's not like, ah, there's a lot of honey in my mouth. Wow, that sounded really weird. But anyway, no, it's 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 good. Pick it up. It is a good beer. I thought it might be a little citrusy for her, but no, no citrus at all. Yeah, no, it's that's good. Um, what I am drinking is one that is, as far as I know, is only available in the summer sampler pack. It is a limited release. It's Blue Moon's Blackberry Tart Ale. That's oh, good. And uh, I'm usually a fan of fruity, fruity beers. Um, <laughs> fruity beer. <laughs> and Miss McFavor used to give me shit for wanting fruit in my beer or having fruity beers. Um, this woman but, don't like fruit in her beer. <laughs> and and you don't necessarily like fruity beers that much as either. There's there's a select few. Yeah, and the the big thing is and this is the same thing with me is it just it cannot be too fruity. Like mm-hmm. I don't want it to be sweet. And the big thing with this is there's like no way even with this one that I could drink a six pack. So, um but this one is actually very good. It is a deep amber colored ale it's crafted with a bounty of blackberries for a hint of tartness balanced with a smooth malt finish and it is good i mean i like tart and not necessarily i've never had tart in a beer necessarily so can i just say that i love that i probably i have a course when i was growing up heard tart from time to time but there was one time you, uh, your mom came down to visit us and she taught us uh, how to make um, rhubarb pie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had ever heard the word tart more times within a day. Oh, because she's just like, <laughs> it was you do it this, it's going to be tart. Or it's, is- yeah, it's, it's a kind of a tart, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, such a funny word. It's kind of like a... <laughs> What is it, Tommy Boy, where they're like, fork? Row ads. <laughs> Row ads. <laughs> Sorry, you said tart, and it made me think of that. So, moving on. No worries. So, that's what we're drinking tonight. Um, it, like I say, we had all intention, we had all the intentions in the world to gorilla record from the floor every day, multiple times a day. This whole podcast should have been gorilla recordings. Um, one thing didn't work out. The the equipment that I bought, of course, I procrastinated and I had mm. to uh, I had to use Mrs. McFavorite's Prime to two-day us equipment so we could record with the iPad because it if you haven't ever seen our 50th episode go take a look at it it shows our whole setup and it's quite involved you're not going to be carrying this around at a con or yeah, anything no, like that it's pain in the ass to take it to the airport yeah shit um, so, so I bought equipment to record from the iPad and the big thing was is we wanted two mics I didn't want to sit there interview style and like Pointed at Miss McFavor and then me talking, pointed at her. Um, 
And of course, the equipment, one of the channels didn't work. So that meant one of the mics didn't work. So we were stuck with a one mic setup. Um, We did record a little bit on Saturday. We're going to we're just going to tack that on to the end. So Mm -hmm. if you want to kind of hear it'll be kind of like Pulp Fiction, you'll get us you'll get to hear about the whole show and then it'll like rewind in time and you'll hear all our hopes and dreams and everything we wanted to do. And then you'll have already known what we actually did. So, but it's kind of cool. Um, we're recording in, in the, in a quieter part of the, I mean, this whole hotel is packed. It's actually, it's, it's overflowed into two neighboring hotels now. Um, but this is still where the main con is, but it's in a quieter area, but it's kind of cool because you'll, um, you'll hear the ambiance of, yeah, it's what used to be the payphone area. Yeah. But they're, they're, pay phones don't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's like a that. whole bunch of empty counters, which is nice. I mean, people sit and eat their lunch there yeah. and things like that. It's a it's a dope little hallway. Yeah. And uh I mean that if you listen to our Denver Comic Con episode when we recorded because we had a table there, we recorded live from the show. You got the same feeling. We were in the dealer room over there. Well, we were just in the in the uh, what would you call it? The showroom because it had Artist Alley. Yeah, yeah. It had everything at, at Denver Comic Con. Is that what it's called at San Diego? I, I showroom. Said, I, yeah, it's the showroom. Is it? It's it's only been a year, babe. I know. I thought we called it the floor. Like we're gonna go to the floor. Oh, it but, is the floor. But but anyway, anyway whatever. Moving on. So I just always kind of dig on those casts. They're a little harder. They're a little harder to listen to just because of all the background noise. But so if you want to stick See, around I to think the it end, gives it character. But. Yeah. Well, me too. But it it is harder to. It, it's like reading something that has a really flashy design. It gives it character, but it's not as easy to read as just black text on a white piece of paper. It's like live from the red carpet, yo. (laughs) Okay, let's not go that far. All right, first up, uh, we've mentioned it uh, before, but Denver Comic Con is coming up. That is right. And uh, we will be covering it as well. This year, we actually, we were offered a table again, but we turned it down. Ah, well... You're lucky I'm not pregnant. <laughs> well, that's what happened. Because we would be accepting that table if exactly. I was pregnant. Well, that's it really helped for last year. Yeah. Um, because you were pregnant, it was it was a place and it for was you just right to by chill. The <laughs> and the snack bar. And the snack bar. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, we did turn it down for this year because the one. Uh, the one disadvantage that we had was we felt compelled to man the table, especially because last year there was only two of us, two podcasts there. Um, so we felt compelled to man the table the entire time. And uh, so we missed out on like the whole con. You know, we went to a couple panels. We went to an early morning panel. That was a very cool one with the, the Batman panel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, with the guy that, uh, and I already forgot his name, but he helped push 
the modernization of Batman. Like yeah. he was instrumental in the creation of the movies and that kind of stuff. Um, and then we saw a evening one. What's the one that we waited forever to get into? Was that True Blood? Yeah, that was True Blood. So we saw that with uh, Pam from True Blood. And then we went to a couple. We went to like the horror movie shorts. The horror movie one was good. Yeah, that was fun. Considering I was like, oh my God, I have to sit in a room for this long. <laughs> well, and you're not, you don't dig on bad horror movies, which most of them were, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're just low budget. But it was fun. It yeah. was fun either way. So anyways, um, Denver Comic Con is coming up again this year and we'll be covering it live from the floor, hitting multiple panels, uh, talking to people, not necessarily stars. We don't really do the whole celebrity thing, but I'm sure uh, we, we already had some interest when we were recording at uh, Starfest. People would walk by kind of like, hmm, what are they doing? They have microphones out. You Ooh, know? it's a microphone. <laughs> so uh, maybe we'll, we'll uh, uh, get oh, wow. to talk to people voluntarily or not. Um, and it is happening May 31st through June 2nd here in the Mile oh High God, Civity. Oh my God, it's the end of this month. Hells Shit. yes. Yeah, we need to start preparing your parents for that because we may, we may want to just have them do a weekend or something. Like we'll, well take we need her to bring Friday. It up tomorrow. Okay, we need to bring it up when she's in, when they're in a good mood. <laughs> but anyways, well, we'll see how he is tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're able to make it, if you're local, or if you are anywhere in the surrounding areas please come it was amazing last year absolutely blew us out of the water i mean we we our expectations were really low and it was huge huge especially being at the convention center you know mm -hmm. and this year the four-day or the three-day passes are already sold out all the stan lee like add-on things are all sold out now i mean are we it's, not gonna see stanley uh the panel it's looking like the stanley panel is going to be like the george lucas panel at celebration like where people are going to line up at three in the morning to see it the next morning so i mean if you want to i'm not that big of a stanley fan <laughs> No, I'm I've just seen him in so many, th so well, many the documentaries. Is, is that he you know. he walked right past us at Comic Con. Yeah, like and oh, not yeah. even like, like one of those walkthroughs. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like one of those walkthroughs um, that Comic Con has where where they have security around. Yeah, them and they're everything. like make way, make way. Yeah, uh, he was leaving the. Um, it wasn't the sideshow booth. It's the. Uh, gen is it Gentle Giant? I. I seem to remember you know, that he was that... upstairs in that in the panel rooms where the Star Wars the smaller panels are. It might have been another time too. I'm to, oh. but the one that I saw him at was the one where they had all the Leia's lined up. Oh, that would have been Gentle Giant. Yeah, the, the Gentle Giant that booth. That's the that. one where I saw him. Like we walked by and I was all <laughs> There he is and we tried to take a picture, but my cam like I don't know if it was the crowd like not allowing a steady picture or yeah what the rumble of the room no it was more the people like who cares if he's taking a picture 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the the meat. Let's, let, let's gnaw on some con. That was just some fat. <laughs> A little uh, bit of gristle. Starfest. <laughs> so, okay, sorry. So while we have been going for uh, six years now, this was the first time that we tried, and and luckily we were approved for press. Um, a gentleman by the name of Dave was instrumental in getting us approved, and um, he explained that he was a podcaster at one time too. So mm-hmm. he he thought it. It's real important to let smaller outlets like us, you know, have a chance to experience that. Mm-hmm. And again, while you, everybody knows or listens to our show, we're not interviewers. We try to keep a very unbiased stance. You know, we he tries we, to keep an unbiased stance. <laughs> I'm very biased. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 watch McCall. We appreciate getting press and media for events, um, but we're not there to get bumpers for the show or do interviews with people or, you know, we're there to cover it unbiasedly. We're going to tell you about the show with the good things and the bad things. And there was a few bad things at this year's Starfest, not that much, but you know, it, it's one of those things where we want you, we are experiencing it like you. We're not, you know, we're not getting to meet in the back room with, you know, Melissa McBride or, you know, we're, we're experiencing it like anybody else. Comic-Con in San Diego is a little bit different. Our passes get us in uh, early access to the show floor and things like that. We can get into panels and, and, and things of that nature but again we don't normally like flex that we stand in line like everybody else you know i still think the the best the best time that i had on that floor was the very first time we ever walked into comic-con and it was preview night and we got there all stupid late and they were closing down and there was like maybe 500 people in a 10,000 person fucking room Oh, that's not a 10, that's like a 50,000 person room. Well, but yeah. you know, there was like 500 people there. <laughs> yeah. You walk in and it's all empty and, and everything because they were closing. And the next, I was like, this is awesome. You're looking around, you get to see that everything. so big that it first time. was huge. just like, oh my God. And the next morning, I remember uh, he, he asked me to go down to get the passes for the Hasbro line. Or find out about the Hasbro line. I went down there and I literally walked into that room and hit a wall of people. <laughs> like it was all low. <laughs> I was like, I think I walked into the wrong room. Where? What the? Oh, this is shit. <laughs> so anyway, okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. So Friday, uh, we first started off with a badge pickup. I was running a little late, so Mrs. McFavorite had to go straight from work to pick up our badges. Yeah, Mrs. McFavorite was running a little late. Mrs. <laughs> McFavorite had one of the worst Fridays at her new job ever. Yeah, when I told her, like, just make sure you get off on time. That's all that matters. That is when the shit crumbled at work. <laughs> and my job isn't one that you can just be like... We're just going to leave it for Monday. It's this shit needs to get done. And I was like, fuck. Um, So I was like, hey, I'm right here. I'm about to pass the exit. 
column, see if I can pick up the passes. So I ended up picking up the passes. I got to walk five blocks in heels. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a favorite place to park. Um, that uh, it's a trek, but it's it's a pretty straightforward trek. It's free. You can always park there. I mean, there wasn't ever more than what ten cars in that parking lot. I, this, if that, it was busier last year. Like more people mm-hmm. knew about it last year. So I don't know if there's more places to park with the additional hotels or what. I I deterred them with my my uh, mommy business the first night. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Don't go over there. Don't do it, man. Don't do it." <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, um, I finally showed up and Friday night we did take McKenzie. We took McKenzie Friday and Sunday, which are the slower days, slower. Um, um, Saturday is just craziness. So we kind of left that up to be an adult day. Um, But the first thing we did, at least what I did, was hit the dealer room. I was like, boom, done. I'm going to get in here. First hours of the show. And, First thing uh, I did was hit the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I hung out at the bar. Till I got there. Till he got there. <laughs> um, so uh, Mackenzie and I actually hit the, hit the um, dealer room. room. And what's cool is uh, her parents gave us this ultra cool, it's a little tiny stroller. It's like an umbrella stroller. But instead of them sitting down so low... It's it's like they're sitting in like a little like child swing. Yeah. So basically, so what it is and the reason why they sit up so high is because it's a stroller slash backpack. Slash high chair. Slash uh, high chair. Yeah. yeah. It Yeah. It's a three in one. Yeah. So um, it's like a it's a, like a jumper seat, like mm-hmm. a Johnny jump up yeah. seat. And so they sit that's the way how it it's uh, made. And so she's kind of essentially standing the entire time um, in it. And it brings her higher up and everything like that. And it's small and it's compact and it's better than an umbrella stroller. Yeah, definitely. You keep talking about an umbrella stroller and I'm like, I don't want one. Well, then find one like your parents. (laughs) Find one like your parents. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. And everybody was amazed. The whole point why I brought that up is because she was up higher, lots of people could see her. So I was getting attention like I was a cosplayer, you know. Well, she was getting the attention. She was was just like, oh, so cute. She was in her little Star Wars shirt. Yeah, well, she was Sheldoned out because the way how Sheldon wears a completely unmatching long sleeve shirt underneath his geeky shirt yeah i mean it didn't not match pink and gray match well so do most of his shirts too but it's (laughs) like it's not it's not all super matchy matchy yeah exactly so it was really cool any parents that saw it were like oh my god that's the coolest stroller ever because again the 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 thing that we realized as we were walking around and being more conscious of babies and stuff like that is regular strollers are right at the level of where people swing their bags. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a kid get, I saw two or three kids get hit that first hour I was in there with people swinging bags and it hitting them in the stroller. <laughs> they're you all, know? Ah. <laughs> Cause their dealer room is small, but it, 
Um, Their lanes are pretty good, though. Yeah, they're not too bad. The problem oh. is, is you can't really get into the stands. So the lanes, yeah. it's not like they're walk-in stands for the most part. A couple of them have like one person, one lane, you know. Um, but yeah, so my big thing to find was um, uh, I. if you've listened to the show, you know that I started a uh, vintage loose Star Wars collection. And but my kind of stipulation for it is that uh, I only buy them at cons. So every single one of my vintage Star Wars figures, and I kind of cheated. I got an amazing deal on a loose on a loose lot on eBay, but um, but I still have the ones displayed that I buy at cons. Well, so the troopers have always been my favorite. Stormtroopers, AT-AT drivers. Uh, uh, TIE fighter pilots, you know, anything that looks like a trooper. And, and my favorite is the snow trooper. So I was like, that's what I'm going to find this time. Even if I got to pay 30, 40, 50 bucks for it, I want a loose complete. That's the big thing. They've got to be complete conditions. Not a big deal. I don't want it broken or I don't want a yellow stormtrooper. Um, but, uh, conditions, not a big deal. Fucking third booth I went to boom, right there. Complete snow trooper, 10 bucks. His, uh, vinyl cape was ripped and he's not yellowing, but I don't know if you've ever looked at a lot of vintage star Wars figures, but the, uh, plastic starts to white plastic. It either yellows or it starts to darken. So his limbs are just starting to darken. They're just not bright white. They're kind of like really, really light gray. But uh, taped up the cape, boom, he looks amazing on my desk. I was amazed. And he was the only guy that had fucking loose vintage figures. So I'm glad uh, by the time Sunday came around, there's a couple other ones I had my eye on. He had sold through like three-fourths of them. So oh, that's I'm, good. I'm glad I jumped on that. It, he had them really reasonable, reasonably priced, and most of them were complete. Most of them were in good condition. So sounds like a dad that needed to clean out his uh, collection. <laughs> it might have been, but uh, so yeah. I mean, the dealer room was fun. I always love it. Again, it's nice. It's so small. I go through it like five different times during the con. You know, and usually, um, I, that's my favorite part is of Starfest. Is the dealer room? Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't have the big name draws for most of the panels. Yeah, they have the main room, and that's where all the main stars do a panel throughout the day. The problem is, is we're not huge sci-fi people. Like, I I watch the original Star Trek and the Next Generation, but I've never seen Deep Space Nine or Enterprise or you know, or I haven't seen like Farscape yeah. or Babylon Five. I I it's not that I don't want to. I just never were were, never were into them. Yeah, we, that was the time when I was partying for the most part. Do you know what I noticed? Was do you, or do you remember like when we first started going to Starfest? How there was just Klingons as far as the eye could see. Uh huh. Yeah, there's hardly any. One. Well, and there was tons of Klingon. There was a whole Klingon 
uh, panel track, and and the the uh, atrium. Uh-huh. There was tons of Klingon rooms, but yeah, I don't think I saw one Klingon cosplayer. Yeah, it come to think of it, I think maybe this because is like it was second warm. year. Maybe because it was so warm. Yeah, that That's got to be a hot costume with all the facial prosthetics and shit. Yeah. But anyways. I digress. So, yeah, we do the dealer room. Um, Because this was the first year we have press, this is the first year we've gone all three days. Um, uh, We've gone each day on different years. Like, we went Friday one day. Most of the time we go on Saturday, but we went Sunday one year. Um, But this year we went all three days. Um, So... It, it it was interesting to kind of have that kind of freedom to be able to do whatever we wanted to do because we had so much time to just do, I mean, anything. Just we could do panels. I mean, it, it was it was just really nice to have the freedom to really get to explore a, a lot of different things. Well, we pretty much did the same things that we normally do. Again, it was just nice to not feel rushed like we normally do when we just go on one day. So on Friday, we, like I say, we picked up our badge, we hit the dealer room, and then uh, our first panel we went to was the Star Wars EU trivia. And uh, I thought I was, you know, we showed up, we we came in a little bit late, so they had, uh, they already had the three contestants up front. And uh, so they were asking him questions. I'm like, wow, I'm doing really good. A lot of it I knew from action figures. And, you know, they had a few Clone Wars cartoon questions in there and some of the books that I've I've actually read. Um, even one from a book that Miss McFavorites read. Uh, but uh, so then they get through that round and they're like, okay, that's the first level of questions. I'm like... Oh, so they go into the second level of questions and I'm just fucking lost. I like, I've never even heard of some of the things that they're talking about, let alone asking about. I mean, it's, it's just way beyond me. So we we stuck it out for maybe another 10 minutes, kind of let, uh, McKenzie play around, which she was doing really good. She she wasn't being loud or anything. She had a she had a couple outbursts, and and we're talking, you know, these aren't these aren't large panel rooms. I mean, this room probably sat twenty five people. It was like a small classroom. Um, so once it got beyond me, we we checked out of that and we headed over to the art show. The art show's uh, one of our most favorite things to do at the show. Um, Local artists, uh, not only traditional like uh, paintings or digital art, also pottery, uh, models, customs. um, The new one, duct tape art. Yeah, they had a guy that did duct tape art. That was really cool. Um, just just all kinds of, of different art. And um, what's funny is you, you have all most of the art is for sale. And so uh, you can you can either bid on it or you can do quick sales. And on the little sales pieces are uh, the numbers for the artwork and you're supposed to vote on it for best of show. Well, 
we do this every year. We walk through the entire thing and always forget to choose the artwork, <laughs> our favorite piece of artwork. And then once we get through the entire show, we're kind of like, ah, don't want to go back through it. So, of course, this year we forgot to vote again. Um, but just awesome stuff. I mean, there's, and it's so cool because it's not elitist in any way. It, you know, there's little kids art there. I mean, it, it's, it's awesome. So, um, after that, probably the best thing from Friday was, uh, was also art. Uh, as anybody knows that listens to the show, we're not, we don't really buy art. We're kind of poster people, We'll buy posters every once in a while. Um, but we did run into a guy selling some amazing uh, posters, smaller format posters. Uh, but it's basically art, nice thick stock on it. And uh, he runs a site called moviecarposters.com. And it's basically... Uh, a logo or some kind of recognizable iconography from a movie, a TV show, books, um, and then an outline of a vehicle from that property. Um, so, uh, like one of mine that I really liked was Knight Rider. So it had an outline of the Firebird and then it had the little like light bar that's on the front of the car that goes back and forth. And what makes him really cool is just that he uses a really nice texture on them. He's using nice clean gradients. The designs are really simple and, and I just fell in love with them. I mean, I just, I, I think they're the bee's knees. Yeah, he usually doesn't get too excited about um, things like that. So it was pretty cool. Was there any of them that you liked? Uh, there was one that he didn't have it showing. It was uh, it was the Harry Potter one. So the logo, it was nine and three quarters, and it had the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express. No, he had it showing. It was on the board. He just was didn't. It? it was already sold out. On that first night, oh, or not remember. on the first night, maybe it sold was out. It, on are Saturday. you sure it wasn't? It must. It must have been in the book because I didn't see it on the wall. Because uh, I was only looking at the wall. It might have been in the book. I didn't look in the book. Um, so that was pretty much Friday. Friday's real short. It's you know depending on when you get there. I think they open at three. Yeah. Um, but you know, I didn't get there till six and then they close at nine. So, but we, we still did quite a bit within that amount of time. Um, again, so that was, that was BMF's, that was McKinsey's first con and outside uh, the belly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. I guess we went to a couple cons or one con with her inside the belly. Two. Starfest and Comic-Con, Denver Comic-Con. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so two cons with her inside the belly. Um, so, Saturday, uh, first thing in the morning, we had to show up and do the uh, photo re release. Uh, this was something we weren't aware of, um, but they they emailed us all or, or texted us or called us or something and let us know that we needed to come in and sign these releases. 
And uh, it's it's basically because we were media or press, it was uh, we needed to sign this to be able to take pictures around the con. Um, and then there was lots of rules and stipulations too, which was kind of funny um, before we went and signed this. <laughs> One of the big things is, is because we're not autograph people, we're not, uh, we don't pay to have, uh, pay to have uh, pictures taken with people. It, we we gorilla shoot, you know, as they're signing an autograph for somebody, we just kind of sneak along the side because they have them right out there in the corridor, all the big stars, so you can line up, you know. Um, so we'll just kind of shoot them from the side and that kind of stuff. So we did that with a couple people. Um, then we went to go sign the photo release, and it turns out that we're not supposed to be doing that. So that kind of put the kibosh on that, which is fine. We always knew it was kind of, you know, frowned upon kind of thing. You know, there. Well, it is kind of an asshole move. Yeah, I mean, I guess bit. they're, I mean, they're, they're selling their photo. But again, they're selling you standing next to them hugging. I just want to get a picture of what they're doing. You know, they don't ever, I'm not like yelling at them like, hey, hey, like trying to get them to look at me or anything. Like the one guy at a Comic Con that was calling Seth Green by a completely different name. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, not a completely different name. He was calling him like Stephen Green or something like that. Oh, yeah, I remember. He was calling him something, and we corrected him. Like, his name's not Stephen. Like, that's that's Seth Green, dude. <laughs> um, so, like I say, then we did record the, the little spot that we have at the end of the show, so you can listen to that. Um, next up we hit the, uh, droid builders while we, well, I should say, uh, we went and checked out the atrium and met up with, um, met up with, uh, Shane. He runs, uh, our local comic book shop here. Well, he's, he's a friend of mine, but he runs the local comic book shop and he just started an independent comic book label where he's helping, uh, independent artists and writers come together and put out books. So he was there kind of promoting that. Uh, we hooked up with him and his girlfriend and we went and checked out the model show and the droid builders area of the con. Uh, the, the droid builders are awesome. It, it's not just R2 units and stuff like that. There is a whole group that builds Robbie the robots. Um, so that danger, danger will Robinson robots. And they are absolutely amazing. I mean, just because they're life size. So they're fucking seven feet tall. I mean, just so cool. I just snapped. I didn't get my picture with R2-D2 that I have the last few years. I know. We broke. I don't even remember seeing R2-D2 there. Yeah, they had him as we walked in. Well, they had the black one as we walked in. Um, the regular R2-D2 was out. And you know how they have the little elevator area and the little back entrance? Mm -hmm. That's where they had the R2 units a, a lot of the time. Oh. But, yeah, we, we didn't get to do a lot of traditions 
that we've been doing uh, or that we've done in the past. But we always do the model show. That's I love it. Again, it, it's there's a lot of customs there. Um, a lot of these models are kit bashed, or if they're uh, not kit bashed, they're just expertly assembled and painted and and that kind of thing. Um, so that's always one of my favorite. And again, you can, again, we didn't do it this year. One of those traditions we didn't get around to, but you can vote for best to show there as well too. Um, next we headed over to the atrium and that's where we got to see the belly dancers. And this was really interesting. It was really interesting. And it, <laughs> I did, I, I attempted belly dancing for I think it was a six week class at the rec center Uh and it's hard. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's hard. (laughs) And it, it just didn't interest me as much. I thought I was going to get a good core workout and no, not very much. That's why I picked up Pilates after that. But, uh, I mean, it's fun. The belly, it was fun. It was very interesting. And I don't know. It, it captivated me for a good couple minutes before I realized that Slick was all, can we go? Can we go, <laughs> I please? Just, it was one of those things. And and this is so horrible to say, but they were just so unattractive. I mean, it's, I know it's an art form and you should look past that, but it's hard to watch a belly dancer that has a gut bigger than mine, you know? That was also one of the reasons why I stopped going to the rec center belly dancing class. <laughs> What's that? The kind of people you are yeah. rocking it with. So, but, uh, but the atrium is it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's people watching in the atrium. Yeah. People watching. And then, uh, so I don't know if you've ever been to like probably the easiest to explain is like, uh, well, no, cause not yeah, like embassy suites. Any- it's only what? Five floors. Would you say? Yeah. So it's only five floors. And so what it is, is these rooms they're they have balconies that open up to this atrium. Yeah. So just picture a big square tower, square tower, and the inside is hollow and the atrium is all on the inside. Usually holiday inns, they'll have their pool and everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the very cool thing, why are you apologizing? I got you off. That's all. No, you didn't. Uh, so the cool thing is, is that, uh, that the people that rent these, they obviously go for a premium and so it's usually organizations that'll rent these and stuff like that and so they they decorate them with their club or just random ass shit there's there's one that just has a bunch of standees like yeah. Captain Kirk, a stormtrooper, Darth Vader, and a I've, hobbit, you know. <laughs> I've made the decision that we're doing we're doing a room next year and I, it's going to be a balcony. And I just, I just, I love the atrium. That's it. I mean, the dealer room is a lot of fun, but because I don't really buy toys anymore, it's, it's just a mess of people that are just elbow to elbow in there, just trying to buy shit. <laughs> I get my tri ring every year, but I shouldn't have to get a tri ring next year because one, it's fits me. 
and it's sturdy. So it's not going to break throughout the year. This one should be good to go. Um, but anyway, so my my next favorite thing is the atrium. So I all I want to do is sit on the balcony, people watch, and drink. I mean, come on now. And and I don't know official numbers, but I'm sure these rooms go for about two to two hundred and fifty dollars a night. Totally worth it. So she's talking about paying four to five hundred dollars more than we've paid to go to any con ever, including airfare. Well, maybe the BotCon and JoeCon with the sets. Were I have a plan to make that but... money back. <laughs> I'm not going to share it because I don't want anybody else to buy my style. But I got a plan to make that money back. <laughs> so anyways, the atrium is amazing for people watching. I mean, it is where people just kind of go to hang out and that kind of thing. It's, it's in between one end of the con and the other end of the con. So if you want to go check out Horror it's Fest. What in the middle. <laughs> what? It's usually what happens in the middle. Ooh, you're so funny. Hey, did your Pandora stop? Does it just stop if you don't interact with it? That's what happens when it's free. <laughs> well, that might be to just save your battery. I don't know if that's because you have the free version. Anyways, uh, so from there we went to, like I say, the Horror Fest is on the other end. So we went to go check out Horror Fest. And Horror Fest isn't, uh, you know, it, it's one room and a couple panel rooms. Uh, again, what's really cool is, and, and this was something, again, one of the things we didn't do this year. We usually try to catch at least one or two screenings of something or another. But uh, so they constantly have a horror room video, a horror video room, a superhero video room, a is it what's the other one? They usually have sci fi, a sci fi one. Swore there was four. But anyways, we usually go catch something because, I mean, the big ones that I like to catch what are uh, like bad horror movies or independent horror movies, you yeah. know. He, he doesn't look for bad horror movies. He looks for horrible horror movies. <laughs> Horrific horror They're movies. They're low budget. They're no budget. <laughs> they're, they're like everything's on loan budget <laughs> but we did get to find out that our mile high horror fest this year we just recently got an alamo draft house which if you're not familiar with it is like the best movie theaters in the country oh so that's what it is because they were like yeah so it's there and you were all yeah and i'm all yeah <laughs> Do you not? Oh, I guess you don't. No. You don't listen to the no. Doug Benson's mm -mm. podcast anymore. I no. Yeah, he used to. I don't have time. It's, yeah. The Alamo Draft House also had a big viral video about this woman that calls and leaves a message about how she got kicked out because she was texting. And fucking, she's just astonished at it. She thinks it's, how dare they kick her out? Do you know, I, 
I'm not bothering anyone. I'm just on my phone, okay? I was just sending a text message, and it's this big, long, like, two-and-a-half-minute diatribe of From this her pers- phone? Yeah, I'm sure she's calling from her phone. She left a voicemail. Oh, left a voicemail. Sorry, I <laughs> was thinking texting. I wasn't fully paying attention. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, and so it's it's one of the hilarious things, and it's just one of those things where they are the best in the country about responding to complaints. If people are talking, they will come and ask them to leave. Oh, I'll pay thirty dollars for a movie yeah, ticket there, and that's—I don't know how much it is. Again, because I've—I've never been, but it—it's a—it's you can get uh, booze there, and they serve dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, totally and the nice thing is, is it's not uh, what they were saying when I was talking to them is it's not just a little like flip up desk thing like you used to have in school. Like it's a nice thing. It's like a nice thing you pull in front of you like a dinner tray, you know. Oh, so almost like Hollywood theaters because they've got those really nice tables, but they only kind of pull yeah, like they pull from a the third side away in front of to you. the quarter of yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and but I don't. And no, I, that's awesome. So I I'm excited to go. And what's nice is it's right on the light rail too. So yeah. that's just what we need to do for a date night. Let's yeah. go down there. But uh, expensive date night. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, so horror fest is always cool. They they've always got one or two kind of no-name actors, you know, that have been in 50 horror films, and they had one, and I didn't recognize him. And he's been in, like, he had all of his uh, movies out. He was selling the movies that he was in, and he had them all out. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've seen, like, 30 of these movies, and I don't know who this fucker is. Oh, yeah, you. (laughs) Oh, it's so good to meet you. (laughs) Um. After that, uh, we met up with uh, fellow podcasters, the Points of Interest Podcast Network. Um, 303 Ninja and Che were kicking it. And Mackenzie was, was, making, was making Che dance. Yeah. <laughs> she just kept throwing her keys down, and he's like, oh, here you go. She's like, ha ha. Job. Oh, here you go. I know. I felt so bad. I was like, dude, stop picking him up. He's <laughs> like, he picked him up like 13 times. I was like, she's doing it on purpose. You know, oh, no big deal. It's no big deal. Like, um, okay. We had the best thing there. We had Colorado nachos. Oh, my God. They're so good. Well, I think that they were that good because they forgot the bacon. So we said, hey, they forgot the bacon. Can you bring the bacon? And I think they brought about three times as much. Yeah, probably than what it should have. Yeah. Yeah, they brought like a cup, like a measuring cup. Oh, no. It it wasn't that much. It was about a fourth a cup, which is still... so yeah so it was whatever okay yeah it was a cup (laughs) it was a whole cup of bacon (laughs) it was homemade chips with blue cheese onions bacon and do you remember what the other one was 
There was something else on it that was really tomatoes. I thought there was something else that was like really good. Anyways, it, it a was a cup of bacon. That's a lot of fucking bacon. Yeah. So it was really good. We got to kick it with Che and 303 Ninja. They uh, they were actually doing some interviews and 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 speaking with people. Um, They're good interview folk. Yeah, they they do like to interview people. So uh, it was fun to talk with them. We haven't we haven't hung out with them since we did since. Uh, uh, since Josh 303 Ninja came over to our house to record with us. Um, and so it was nice to see them again, and we'll be seeing them at Denver Comic-Con as well. Uh, let's see. After that, we did something that I don't normally do. It, it's one of the more popular things to do at uh, conventions. Uh, we went and saw the trailer park. So this is where um, this is where basically they just show you a bunch of the latest trailers, and what I never realized is they're showing trailers that well, they're available just that I hadn't seen. So how about you, Mrs. McFavorite? Had you seen most of those trailers? No. No. So. I mean, had you seen a lot of them or? I don't remember seeing any of them until that day. Oh, okay. So you hadn't seen any of those trailers that we saw. No, which is the reason why I was pretty excited during most of them. Oh, okay. Unless, I mean, by that time I was pretty, I had quite a few beers in me at that point. So (laughs) there might have been, but I, I honestly don't remember being like, oh yeah, oh yeah. It was all like, holy shit, I'm so excited to see that. <laughs> and that was that was kind of the cool thing was the trailer park, that's what it did was it, it really got fan participation. So, you know, you'd get a trailer and people would be like, eh, you know, small golf clap. And then you would have something like Pacific Rim or Iron Man 3 and people would just go crazy. Channing Tatum. And what? I don't remember, but I remember him. <laughs> no, I was going to say... Was it Pacific- Channing Tatum? No, it, it's... Uh, uh, Jax was in the no! Pacific Rim trailer. Yeah, the other Bond guy. <laughs> well, and, and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, no, they didn't show The Dark World. That one wasn't out yet. It was coming out like the following Tuesday. No, but it was a lot of fun. I was I was pretty drunk at that point. I was I was that guy. <laughs> yeah, you were you were heckling. <laughs> I wasn't heckling. I was the one all wooing. I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> yeah. ah! So that's probably something that we'll continue to do. That was fun, you know. Again, it's hard to see the setup. Quit rubbing your eyes. You're going to do damage to them. You've been sitting there rubbing them for 30 minutes, sweets. You paid $5,000. I've been rubbing them for two. Okay, for two. You paid $5,000 for those eyes. <laughs> 
All right. Um, after that was the head pay lamp. enough. I can still see you. <gasps> oh, listen to you. He's funny. Uh, after that was the headlining panel, and this is something we always do. I mean, this is a tradition. Um, thankfully, at least it's been someone I've wanted to see every time. I don't know if you were too excited about, uh, oh God, what is no. her name? The chick from Serenity and Terminator, Summer Glau. Was some was it Summer Glau or was it the um, the chick the next year with short hair from the also from the Serenity lizard. and from the new V? I forget what her name was. She was good. She was really good. Summer Glau was not. Summer Glau. I mean, uh, Summer Glau usually plays by that time like. I had um, it's okay. This is the first year we went as press. It's okay to say that you were drunk the other years. Was it during Summer Glow or was it during the V chick that the fire alarms went off? Oh, it was Summer Glow. It was Summer Glow. Because she was all. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> well, she's just like so quiet and timid and real. Like, that's the character. I mean, she plays an ass kicker. But in like Serenity, she plays, she plays a, yeah, in Terminator and Serenity, she played a quiet, like very, you know, unemotional oh, really? person. Yeah. And then you turn, you flip a switch and she kicks ass. And, you know, that's what all the fanboys love. But uh, so the Melissa McBride, uh, she plays Carol on The Walking Dead. So we were really excited for that. First disappointment was it wasn't going to be a Q&A, at least with the audience. Yeah. It was a selection of predetermined questions that the uh, one of the people that runs the con sat up there and asked her. Off his iPad. Oh, my God. It was so boring. It was pretty boring. Oh, what got you into acting? And it, like, it's sad. Ugh. Like the story that she told it was actually it probably would have been a better story if, she, she, yeah, you could just definitely tell she was fulfilling her contract. Yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't an asshole or anything like that. It was more the the fact that it it wasn't a Q and A. Um, it wasn't a full Q and A, but um, from the crowd, uh, that and just. I don't know. I, you see two people sitting up there just BSing mm -hmm. that it wasn't J.J. Abrams and uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Don't rub that one in. Okay. So, and mm -hmm. here's, uh, so here's the, the problem with it is it's the reason why I don't watch late night TV. It's the reason why I don't watch interview TV. Because interview TV, the person that is being interviewed gets prepped before the show and they say, do you have a story you want to tell? They say, yes, I do. They say, how should Jay Leno ask you about it? They tell, and not, of course, not yeah. the talent. Their handler does all this. But so that's exactly what it was. It was like... Well, and she had a handler too. Um, they were like, God, what was the question? Like, 
Well, of course, was it something about acting? Was it something about her and Daryl? No, that was actually at the Q and A the next day. Well, somebody yelled something out. Yeah, yeah, that was what was funny was they said they weren't going to do a Q&A and somebody yelled something from the audience. And it was like, they yelled it just right so that it couldn't be ignored. Yeah, and it's one thing like, so she said that she didn't know how well she was going to be accepted. So that's why she didn't want to do a QA and a at first. Um, But I'm sure what it is, is I'm sure it's a thing where... They just don't want 18 questions about what's going to happen next on The Walking Dead, you know? Well, you just got to Dave Filoni it. Well, for the most part, fucking people were good about not asking that because, spoiler alert, on Sunday we found out that she was going to do a Q&A. But even that Q&A still turned out to be 15 minutes of the stuff from the previous day oh, I and didn't about even pay 20 to, to 25 one. minutes of people. Well, that was the good one. That's where she was actually, she actually had to answer a question instead of repeat something Sorry, that she had planned. Name. That's fine. So, I mean, that's what I want. I want, I I want like her Q&As. to answer a question, not to regurgitate something. Yeah. You know? See, I like Q&As, like Kevin Smith's Q&A, except for his is literally a question and an answer. <laughs> for the hour. <laughs> well, and the, the problem with Kevin's now is we've just, we've, we've okayed on him. We've over-Kevined. So he starts telling stories, and we're, I'm like, oh, yeah, this story, you know? It's, well, yeah, it's he's because... He's running out of the stories. First, because the first person asks him a question that leads him right back into those stories. Like, nobody realizes that he's a fucking stoner. Yeah. Like, they need to, they need to not ask him about Southwest. They need to not ask him about... <laughs> but, I mean, it was cool. She's a very... Um, I don't know if that was if she was going for the the uh, what would you say that was a goth look? It, yeah, it was just she fashion. Was, she said she was into fashion, <clears throat> so it it was kind of it was fashion beyond us. And then what was really weird? She was wearing like this, like a it was a knitted you, knitted, knitted is that fedora. what you call it? it? Did it look like well, a fedora? Well, no, like a swami hat. Like one of those Swami hats. Because remember she had the flashing jewel thing, like a flashing brooch on it? It was like the, it was, damn it, sorry. It was like a mix between a fedora and and a hat like that. And you'll get to see some pictures of this. Um, We, we of course, took tons of pictures. Again, we we were a little bit more sensitive this year. We didn't take normally. We well, take lots of pictures. Well, once we read the photo release, yeah. we were a little bit more selective with our pictures. Yeah, we usually take lots of pictures of the art room and the model room, and you know, it was just one of those things where we we pretty much mostly stuck to uh, uh, things that were on display to be taken, take pictures of, and cosplayers. That's always our favorite, man. Um, so why don't we, Oh, 
talking about cosplayers. So the one disappointment was, was after, <laughs> even though Trailer Park was exciting, it was sitting in a dark room in the afternoon after we had had some beers at lunch. And then, and then literally enter the most boring panel we've ever been to. So by that yeah. time, we were just burned. We really, really wanted to stay for the costume contest. We've never been to the masquerade at San Diego Comic-Con. It's one of the hardest things to get into. It is. We've never stuck around for the costume contest at Starfest. And we really wanted to do it. And we were just done. I mean, if we could have gone and napped, like, like if we had a room and we could yeah. have gone and napped for an hour and a half and oh, came back I down. See my plan working out great. <laughs> but uh, so we didn't get to do that. Uh, we are going to go ahead and take a little break. We don't have much to go, uh, but we're going to take a little break before we get into Sunday, the last day of Starfest. And we'll be right back. Peace. Peace. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Stormtroopers injured FX7 I'll save him From Kenner's Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back collection Action figures each sold separately Chewbacca's hurt too FX7 has eight movable arms The medical droid did it You saved me rebel soldier Why? When the force is with you Your duty is to do good FX7 rebel soldier Imperial Stormtrooper And Chewbacca Action figures each sold separately From Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back collection From Kenner Ah, yeah, we're a little, we're a little rusty. Can't even do the right outro for that message. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, Sunday. Um, like we, we teased before, uh, when we came back, uh, first we had really good breakfast burritos at a new breakfast burrito place on now the way. It, it was nice. We got there just in time to get their last ones. We kind of forced them to make them their last ones. We. <laughs> They're like, uh, I'm like, ah, really? Uh, let me check. <laughs> how many, then you hear the manager in the back, how many do they need? Oh, <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Like, really? You're going to huff? Like, you should be glad we're eating, a, unless maybe he wanted those for himself. <laughs> it's like, damn it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we uh, we got to the con in time to see Melissa McBride, and like I say, this time it was an actual Q&A, kind of. It was a 45-minute panel, and 15 minutes of it was uh, rehashing a couple of the previous questions from the day before. That was the longest panel I ever sat through, <laughs> because one, it was the same shit that we went through the day before, <laughs> and two, I was watching Mackenzie because baby McFavorite came with us that yeah, day on Sunday. and she wanted to be everywhere literally yeah she everywhere. was jamming she, around the fucking she crawled halfway across the room halfway <laughs> down the room like out the room it was I got my workout yeah yeah me too I, I held her quite a bit during that panel too um, but at least she finally did a Q and A and I, that's what I came for. You know, again, of course you have the asshole like, Oh, so what do you think's going to happen? Or, or not even what do you think? 
what is going to happen at the beginning of next season blah, blah like really they he even announced at the beginning of the panel what well and someone did the same Does Ahsoka thing die? <laughs> yeah, exactly someone did the same thing where uh she told the story during the first 15 minutes and i guess that person wasn't in there for that and then they came up and asked her a question that was in one of those fucking pre fucking written ones but anyway the second one was better the first 15 minutes like you say is bad enough that it was that same fucking format but to have to hear it again word for word again you know that's how you knew it was regurgitated you know the answers were identical yeah there was hardly any slip up yeah or not not slip up deviation. deviation yeah so from there um uh so i really hadn't gotten a lot from the dealer room even though i had been in it quite a few times i had oh i meant to give you that car to that chick that pulled me off to the side in the dealer room i'm cutting you off because we were in we're talking about the dealer room now yep and because I was wearing my Rainbow Bright shirt, uh-huh. she was like, are you just in it? Do you remember that? Jake? Yes. Yeah. Um, she was a My Little Pony. Uh, customizer. Customizer. Yeah. I've got her card somewhere. Well, give it to me and we'll, uh, we'll put it in the, oh, it's right here. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. So just remember. Her, those, those are, I mean. For they were too expensive for oh, me. Oh, they were. And how much were they? I was curious. Um, the, I think the cheapest one was like thirty five dollars, and like the ultra cool one, it like had super wings uh-huh. and everything. Like so, picture My Little Pony wings, but like super sized. Uh huh. Um, it. I can't remember what it was, but that one was like sixty. Oh okay. Yeah, I just I ignored that booth because again i don't like that guy even though i buy something from him probably well, almost this every was a car, girl she would she's either the girlfriend or the wife of that scalper oh i she didn't was, even i wasn't even was paying, atten- paying attention to anything else except for what she was pitching me oh yeah she she's either the girlfriend well who knows maybe just a friend but she was sharing the booth with that scalper guy um, but, but I mean, the, I mean, the ponies were fine. amazing, he's, so I'll look for the card. But he's just one of those guys where we've been selling at the same toy show. Is for, he usually the one on the corner? Yeah. He's the one that had the Lego hat at Denver Comic-Con with all the Lego minifigures that you took a picture of. Oh, that you're like, guy. oh, you have to get a picture of this. We've seen this guy at the same, to- well, he's been at the toy show every year we've gone. We've been selling at the toy show for four years now. Fucking, he's bought stuff from us. I've bought stuff from him. And he still fucking just won't even bat an eye when I ask him a question. Fucking, he's just like, yeah, that's, well, yeah, whatever. Call him out. I'm not going to call him out I'll like, hey, him you out. should be nicer. 
why like, aren't hey, you, do you remember why aren't me? you nicer? And we've been seeing you guys forever. Why aren't you nicer to us? No, I don't need to call somebody out for that. I just need to not show him any respect and not shop at his fucking booth. All right. Well, don't let me drink too much and then show me where his booth is then. <laughs> yeah. And what it just pisses <laughs> me off because he's, he's the other guy competing with us for selling Comic-Con <laughs> exclusives when we're trying to get rid of some, you know, but it's okay. Cause he's selling his at scalper prices and we're just selling ours to get our fucking money back, you know, yep. but anyways, money plus gas. <laughs> Um, so, uh, on that Friday night, I bought the snow trooper we talked about and I bought a little cool three and three quarter Hulk figure. I usually don't dig on action features. I'm more of an articulation guy, but it was awesome. It had this little switch on the back where you could move it up and down and it would lift his arms up. And of course he has big fists. Oh, the teether. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, you could pull the switch back and it would bring his fist together. So he would lift his arms up and down and then punch uh, together. So I, was, I loved it. And just a classic, uh -huh. classic shade of Hulk. It's ultra bright green, purple pants. Um, so that and the Stormtrooper were the only two action figures that I bought uh, that first night. But I had my eye on, there was a vintage split belly Tauntaun. Um, there was, uh, what was the other thing? There was a Marvel Select Gray Hulk, which was a sculpt that I didn't have. There was one other thing is that it, I was like, if that, those... Is it the booth that I couldn't fit into? Which one? Oh, I guess there were multiple ones. Yeah, like every booth there. Like you Yeah, I didn't hang out in the dealer room mainly because I just... I, I get freaky in crowds and then put my daughter in a stroller in a crowd and yeah, I kind of freak you out. Yeah, really... Yeah, you... <laughs> It, it proved to us that Mackenzie will not go to San Diego Comic-Con until she is walking and at least waist high. Oh, like 10. <laughs> it's, so. it's too much. Whether, whether it has anything to do with strollers and, and anything like that, it has everything to do with its... Well, you just have Too to understand much. they'll get knocked around a little bit. And to a little I'm not, kid, that I'm that's... I'm not worried about it. It's, it's oh, okay. just, it's sensory overload. It's sensory overload. How old was I? 25, But see, that's what kids 26? want, though, sweetie. That's, uh. That is what we're going to be doing the rest of her life, is trying to provide sensory overload for her constantly. It's, no, it's, that's, Sorry. <laughs> We're not. I'm not going to get into parenting with you on that one. It's it's too much. Too that's much. that's fine. You just have to realize that's what she wants. She wants more things than she could ever look at all around. Well, if her. she begs to go to San Diego Comic Con, well, then she can gonna... take my ticket because <laughs> I am not watching her. <laughs> oh, and on cue. Uh, but anyways, unfortunately. Everything else uh -huh. that I was trying to, yeah, just go get her. I'll I'll finish this up, or get her and bring her up. 
and she can we can hear the the bottle sucking the bottle suckling um but uh so everything i kind of had my eye on had gotten bought unfortunately um i was really upset about that but that that's what i do is is i basically uh unless i want something right away like that or is an amazing deal like the hulk was the hulk was like four bucks or that snow trooper i'll wait on it until sunday so i can either bargain hold on one second Um, sorry about that. That's my favorite. Forgot to turn off the monitor. But uh, uh, I'll look to uh, deal on it on Sunday. And if it's not there, it just wasn't meant to be. Um, one thing was still there that I did have my eye on. I think this was the other thing I was trying to think of. And it was still there. Was I got from Into Toys, which I've never heard of before. Um, I had seen the figures before. They did uh, Road Warrior toys. Um, and so I picked up uh, Max and then the little feral kid. And what's kind of cool is Max is a battle-damaged version of Max. So he has the knee brace and a black eye. And then the little feral kid. I've just, I always love that little feral kid with the metal boomerang where one of the bad dudes tries to, I don't know if they're called raiders or what, but uh, one of the bad dudes tries to go and catch it and it cuts off all his fingers because he's using a chain metal glove with it. Um, so I at least got that. Again, it paid probably a little bit more. I probably should have bargained with him, but he's a guy I've bought in vintage figures from in the past. He's at every show. It was reasonably priced, so I still picked that up. So really light on the toys this year, and I think that's just kind of my, you know, that's due to my new focus, and, and that's why uh, longtime listeners of the show know that we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now. We're uh, trying to catch up with life, basically, and, and we're doing good. I, I've sold over $1,000 worth of toys in the last couple months, but that's, uh, that's just a dent, unfortunately. <laughs> that's the smallest of... Yeah, that's more of a ding, as <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite's yelling. Hi, sweetie. You're not supposed to be up this late. Yeah, she is. I uh, know. No, I know she is. I was just hoping she would sleep through the night. Especially since she didn't have a nap. But anywho, so that was our dealer room excursion. Oh, one other thing that I got that I really, really loved. Um, oh, actually, two other things that I got that I really, really loved. There was one booth that was selling. It was obvious. It was just their personal collection that they were trying to clearance out. And they just had tons of old school books and videos and, you know, toys nothing past 1999 kind of thing and they had the original trilogy uh scripts that were annotate annotated annotated ah whatever what i can't hear you <laughs> well this is <laughs> 
I'm just giving Mrs. McFavorite a hard time. She's eating a baby. <laughs> she doesn't want to be fed. Yeah, there's there's a little. She is too enthralled with Daddy. I know. There's too much going on. Usually, she's fed in the darkness of night, cuddled up in a nice warm bed with Mrs. McFavorite, and now it's all lit up. TV's on. Music's going. Daddy's talking. But uh say something. Oh, she's out of it. <laughs> she's, she's like, I'll like, grab this that? all you want. But uh so it, it it was scripts that had comments on them and everything, and that's that's dope. And then the other thing is uh one of my favorite uh like geek shirts that I've seen in a really long time was it's a take on the I love New York, but it says I love New Mexico. And the heart was a, uh, what's his name that he goes by in Breaking Bad? What's his like criminal name? The guy with the hat. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, Guapo. I don't know. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Anyways, the guy it's, with it's the hat. Mr. It's White. Just... It's Mr. White, but God, I can't think of El his Guapo. name. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's and not El Guapo. The, I know the, it's not El Guapo. And it looks like Crack Rock. It's all cracked up and everything. And I, I fucking know. love that t-shirt. But it was $30. And I'm like, I've seen this like on Ripped Apparel for like 10 and I should have bought it then. But... Anyways. Well, they had some pretty awesome onesie, or there was a booth that had some pretty awesome onesies, and onesies, onesies are worth maybe ten dollars. The fanciest ones <clears throat> we've ever bought were ten dollars. Yeah, and these motherfuckers were selling the onesies for the same price as an adult t-shirt that you don't ever grow out of. It grows out of you. I wanted to punch this guy in the face. I was like, are you? She was so excited because she was looking for onesies last year. And they didn't have them. And no one had them. And I might have actually paid that price last year because I was so excited. I wanted to get her well, first you onesie last for year. First you wouldn't have known how cheap onesies actually should be. Well, um, yeah, but, but it well, it was a con onesie. I would, I probably yeah. would have paid that price because I was a new mom. But these motherfuckers, seriously, it was two for forty-five or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So really. I wanted to kick him in the nuts. That pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, it was like one for 25 and or two yeah. for 45. Yeah. What? But uh, anyways, the guy that had the I Heart New Mexico one had something that was within my price range. Again, not being an art guy or a clothing guy. Uh, he had an amazing t-shirt with an infinity bacon sig- signal. Signal. Not signal. God. Design. Design. There you go. Wow. My brain is it's it's late, folks. It, if you haven't noticed It's uh, late for slick. If you haven't noticed uh Usually Mrs. it's late for me. If you haven't noticed Mrs. M uh Miss McFavor and I being a little snippy 
or there being weird breaks during the cast, it's late for us. We're just trying to get this out. It's been a couple weeks since the con, and we need to stay current. Anyways. As current as it is for... The McFavorites and all. Exactly. So uh, I did buy an Infinity Bacon sticker, which I was really happy with. Is really reasonable at two bucks a piece. <laughs> I'm trying to make her laugh. Maybe it's the keep telling the your story. Move on. <laughs> okay. One of the other things we didn't get to do that we really wanted to do with Mackenzie was we always get, we always uh, donate to the 501st to get a photo op. They always have a very extravagant backdrop. And then they'll have, uh, and then they'll have uh, some cosplayers that'll pose with you. And this year they had a Senate guard, which is one of my favorite things from the prequel trilogy. Um, but what I really wanted for McKenzie was I just wanted a plane. It was, it was the Tantive four hallway. So I really just wanted a plane stormtrooper. fucking first two minutes of star Wars. I just wanted a plane stormtrooper and for us and McKenzie to have her first five Oh first photo. Oh. And she was fussy. Yeah. And she was fussing and we went there once and there was a line. We said we'd come back and then there was no cosplayers around and the line was closed. I was like, and of course that was Sunday afternoon. And I got we my massage and it go. was shitty. <laughs> yeah. After fucking tons of passive aggressive No, I just I don't even want to do it. Let's just go. No. I finally convinced Mrs. McFavorite by almost coming to tears and pleading with her, please just go get your massage because she didn't buy anything for herself. Yes, I did. I got that ring. You didn't pay for that. I bought your ring. I know. I was expecting to be billed for it. Baby, I told you I was buying your ring. Wow, really? I buy you a $20 silver ring and you think I'm going to bill you for it? I thought you said that. No. I might have said it jokingly, but I told you I was buying that ring for you. I don't get his humor. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get yours either. No, you don't get my sarcasm. Sarcasm would be humor. My sarcasm is sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) Your sarcasm's hateful. I'm trying to be mean when I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm trying to be heartlessly hateful. No. There's All a right, reason I'm why it's so similar to sadistic. That's the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Miss McFavor got her massage and I got to have one of my last tastes. So we had gone to Game Fest. Again, like I say, this is Starfest has spilled over into two additional hotels. We had gone to Game Fest briefly, but oh, basically no. it was just a bunch it was gaming room and then they had uh, um, one panel track over there. Um, but we, what we hadn't gone to yet was Comic Fest. And Comic Fest was where they put all the artists this year. And then there was another dealer room over there. It was primarily comics, but there's a few toy dealers there. 
Uh, the problem with all the toy dealers there was uh, they were all overpriced. And that's kind of what you run into, I think, with comic shops. A lot of their toys are overpriced. You're not getting the guy trying to sell his collection off in a one-time shot or a guy that just does toy shows. You're getting people that own comic shops and they sell toys in comic shops, that kind of thing. So a better selection of toys, but just much more expensive. So couldn't find anything really that I wanted there. Saw some amazing art. This is horrible. This is absolutely horrible. But the thing I hate about Artist Alley is that they all want to talk to you. They all want to talk about their art. They want to sell you a piece. Can I do you a sketch? $2. $2 I'll do you a sketch. And I'm just like, no, I'm good. See, my problem with that is that I think they're all amazing because I can't even draw a stick figure right. So any type of art, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So if I were to go through something like that, I would be like, sure see and in my day in my day i was a relatively good artist for being a graffiti artist it's definitely a subset of 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 art um but these guys blow me out of the water i mean they're amazing artists but i just don't want them to go out of their way for me i'm never gonna buy a piece of their art you know i mean there there are pivotal comic books in my life that I've I'm like I would love to have this page but I am never ever going to buy well I shouldn't say ever if we won the lottery I would have to have a million dollars in the bank to start buying art how about that that's That's motivation enough for me babe all right we'll start making our first million and then I'll start buying us comic book art but there was a absolutely amazing artist and not necessarily because their art her art was her art was ridiculous um but the crazy thing was she was a 15 year old girl that uh went pro at 13 she started designing uh doing character art and concept drawings when she was 13 years old uh, for Xbox. That's how sick this girl is. She's 15 now and she's working on a ton of, a ton of concept art for uh, other games right now. Um, just absolutely lots of fantasy, lots of surreal imagery. Um, so she's just absolutely amazing. Again, show notes for all this stuff, pictures, uh, links to anything that we've talked to, or we actually have a website for them. Her name's Aldana Zanetta. Um, and you can see her art at www.aldanadigitalarts.com. So that was, that was a really nice topper to an amazing weekend. Um, unfortunately, Miss McFavorite is taking care of baby McFavorite. And again, like I say, it's ridiculously late. But overall, we just 
had an amazing time. We always have a great time at Starfest. It, it will always be hold a special place in our heart. Um, even with the size that it's getting, uh, it it's. I don't like things being in multiple places. I don't like that San Diego Comic-Con is spilling over into annex areas where you have to go to different hotels and that kind of stuff. If you're getting that big, unfortunately, it's, it's that time. It's that time you need to, you need to look for a bigger venue. Um, but again, it's amazing. It's, it's our, our favorite con of the year. Um, and, and we look forward to it every year. It really kicks off an amazing season for Mrs. McFavorite and I. So thanks so much for taking a listen to uh, our experiences at Starfest 2013. It's thrown by Starland. You can look them up at starland.com. And like I say, stay tuned for a on-the-spot report that we'd recorded Saturday morning uh, to hear a little bit more from us about the show. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time or we'll see you later rather than sooner. Peace. guys welcome to episode 86 of open your toys cast i am slick mcfavorite and i am mrs mcfavorite and you're going to be hearing a few breaks in between us talking because we're actually sharing a microphone we're doing some gorilla recording from starfest 2013 and i don't really like sitting that close to him so and she's sitting way closer than I'm comfortable with right now. <laughs> way closer than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, the second day. This is Saturday. This is the big day for the con. Uh, we did come yesterday. We brought BMF. It was her first convention. It's so cute. She was all nerded out in her cute little nerdy girl Star Wars shirt. Yeah, her first Star Wars shirt that we bought her before she was even born. Yeah. She could finally fit into it. Yeah, it's a 12 month, even though she's only eight. <laughs> we got a big girl. <laughs> yeah, she filled it out well. And we got mad attention, man. Everybody was loving it. It was like we had a costumer. <laughs> yeah, she's a cutie. Or a cosplayer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, uh,. Yeah, so uh, yesterday there wasn't too much going on. We we actually missed 
<laughs> we actually missed something we really did want to do. Not that we could have done it with uh, McKenzie, but they had a fan edit of Watchmen called Watchmen Midnight. I, I would assume it's got to be out there somewhere, but uh, supposedly there's a uh, <laughs> there's a uh, it's a PhD film student from the University of Kansas that recut. Uh, uh, the Watchmen movie to more closely match the tone of it. It includes some documentary stuff, uh, different music, all kinds of different things. Can I just say how awesome it would be to say that I'm a doctor in movies? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm a doctor in movies. What? <laughs> uh, no, but I was actually really looking forward to it until he was like, it was last night. I'm all balls. <laughs> yeah, and with Mackenzie, there's no way she could have sat through a two-and-a-half-hour movie. We did, uh, we did Star Wars Expanded Universe Trivia, and she only made it about a half an hour through that till she was just too restless. Yeah. Um, but today is uh, just me and Mrs. McFavorite, or Mrs. McFavorite and me. We're rocking the Starfest 2001-3. Uh, as you can tell, we, we are drinking. <laughs> We've been drinking. Uh, we, of course, have, have the, the infamous water bottle with us. And then in our little bags here, <laughs> we, we also have uh, what we will be drinking a little bit later. And... It's because Mrs. McFavorite uses her head and went to the bar last night, got a bar cup. So then I just kept that bar cup <laughs> and we're just using our own beer in that bar cup. And then that way we don't get in trouble until somebody from Starfest listens to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm sure they're going to want to send us links. Maybe we'll send them an edited version. But um, me... I will be drinking Sam Adams Summer Ale. With its hazy golden color, this American wheat ale has the same allure as bright as a bright summer day. The crisp citrus character of noble hops combines with the wheat, lemon peel, and exotic peppery spice grains of paradise to create a lively, delicious, utterly refreshing brew. Cheers! Did you not bring a different one? I thought you brought no, I two. You no, I only have one. Oh, and we threw out the other one we already drank. Oh. Well, we bought the summer sampler from Sam's, and it is, it is really good. There's a, there's a blueberry in there that you haven't tried yet. That's what I drank last night, but it was really good. It was a cute Batman shirt. Okay. It, was, it was cute. It was like all Jersey style. It was black and it was gold instead of yellow. <laughs> there was a cute little three-year-old Supergirl that like, oh, made my heart melt. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> what else do we got rocking here? That's really cute. I don't okay. know what that See, is. You know all how right. I give you the mic when you signal for it? When I signal for it, you need to give it to yeah, me. Yeah, but I have to pay attention to you. <laughs> we saw it, one of my favorite costumes so far last night. Uh, there was a guy that basically had a table around his neck with a purple, oh, a yeah. purple uh, tablecloth. And then he had the fucking... Uh, 
the head in the jar from Futurama, and it was Tupac. It was a black dude with the bandana. Dude, it was really good. And, of course, we forgot our camera last night as well, so we don't have any good costuming pics from uh, yesterday. But hopefully he'll be back today. Today we've got a good costume of uh, three uh, chicks as the South Park kids, and their costumes were pretty good. Uh, what else? Didn't, oh, the other uh, costume. Oh, yes, and there was this... <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, it was a little hot chick and a one of those little skimpy. Not a little hot chick. She was a tall drink of water. Maybe with her stripper heels on, she was tall. Yeah, she was taller than me because they were eight inch heels. <laughs> As slick as sitting there drooling. Um, but she was all, what would you say, like her hair was all done all Japanese style yeah, and everything like yeah, that. And it was all, one of those. Ultra white with blue stripes through it. Yeah. And it was a little R2-D2 chick and she, it was hot. It was, it was hot. And we got her to stop because I liked her shoes. <laughs> yeah. She was rocking it for sure, man. I, I was all about about it. And it, again, it's because it was Japanese style. That's what I was all about. Or anime style, I should say, at least. Um, so today, not much on the schedule. Again, Starfest, it's it's really about homegrown panels. There's not a lot of official representation here. Um, so, it, I mean, you really got to be into, like, a certain fandom to dig on a lot of the panels. There's brown coat stuff. We, we go to a Harry Potter panel every once in a while um i don't know sweets we're recording a podcast we can't talk amongst ourselves because we don't have two microphones <laughs> this is favorite still just talking to me like oh yeah um so um but we are gonna go do a cool little <laughs> Miss McFavorite was flipping me off. I'll just run commentary on what Miss McFavorite's doing. Uh, so, um, oh, the blue thing, it's uh, Mass Effect. That's what it is. The blue costume. <laughs> but we're going to be doing a cool, another Star Wars trivia panel. But it's not just trivia. It's also going to be a round table um, speculating about what the next trilogy is going to be like. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be pretty interesting. I think it's funny that it's going to be a round ta table. Just kind of like, I, I just can't wait for the bitching. I'm sorry. I can't wait. It's the, it's the shit-talking speculation that I can't wait for. That was Clark Kent. That was what? Clark Kent. Superman. Uh, oh, But Clark yeah, Kent. That, yeah, that's... Man. I don't know. That's, he wasn't all that hot, but I think it's pretty hot. But anyway... <laughs> um, I just think it because I just can't wait. Like, I'll bet you he's gonna blah 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 blah. Or it would be cool if they did that, but they're not gonna do that because that's just too obvious, you know. That type of stuff. I can't wait. Am I talking too much? Do you want the mic? Is this? Are you trying to take the mic for me? <laughs> she really doesn't get this concept of like a conversation where we're passing the mic back and forth. With yeah, but. <laughs> I just wanted to do that just to do that. 
<laughs> but uh, so that should be interesting. And then uh, the one panel, and this is kind of how it is every year. We, we've got one panel that we definitely want to go to that we'll stand in line for is uh, pretty much the key panel. Um, and that's uh, Melissa McBride. She plays uh, Carol on The Walking Dead. So um, I really love to hear uh, some of her stories. Uh, usually the panel is, is just a a uh, short talk by the guest, and then they'll do uh, a majority of it will be Q&A. So that's one of my favorite things is, is Q&A with the guests. Uh, Miss McFavor, what are, you, are you looking for? forward to anything i mean they've got we do our you know we do the art show we do the robot show um uh what else what are some of the other things that we do we usually catch a video here or there they've got lots of different video rooms where you can just kind of go and relax i like the people watching this is my like comic-con is when we're when we're looking at scale and i was talking to somebody about this last night the Comic-Con, you're people watching because that's all you see is just people everywhere. And, of course, when you're in a convention like this, there's people everywhere here, too. But if here, we were. Um, it's. it seems like it's essentially a cosplayer. It's it's like a 1 to 2 ratio for cosplayers, do you think? Yeah, yeah. It's easily 1 to 2 ratio for cosplayers. So it's a lot of people watching. I mean, even without the cosplayers, it's just fun to watch because it's not as stressful here it's it's not hurry up and get somewhere it's everybody just getting from one side to the other yeah exactly and and the the nice thing is is it's it's a pretty confined space so while it's a smaller con you're really kind of packed in here and and i almost think that's a good thing it, it kind of adds to the vibe it's not like comic-con where you're fucking shoulder to sh- well the dealer room can be kind of bad just because those booths are so small but uh but i mean when you're out in the public areas just tons of people <laughs> no worries um so um yeah i mean that's that's basically Starfest right now on saturday we're just we're just <laughs> rocking it um for the most part so we we didn't realize we didn't upgrade our uh recording software so we've only got a, a 30 minute limit until we can get to some wi-fi which i doubt we're going to be able to get to um but we're going to go check with the press people see if we can get a password since we're press um and hopefully we'll be able to extend that but we're going to be coming back um a little bit later towards the end of the day to talk about how our day went and and everything that's been happening uh miss mcfavorite you got any more parting words Ah, oh, put me on the spot, why don't you? Um, okay, put me on the spot, why don't you? Great ending words. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you soon. Peace. Bye.